podcast episode 42 what the fuck is up people it's your boy international wall and your girl your girl tosh the co-hostess with the mostest i don't need you to say wow a piece of it because then you throw me off because okay. i when you, if you say it's your girl and then i say your girl it's like redundant and it confuses me We back. It's your boy, International Walk. And it's your girl, Tosh, the co-host is with the most. Okay, now that we got that straight, it's going to be called a redo in the business. Mm. You know, we can edit that out or something like that. Or not. Yeah, or not. We back, people. Um, Act 2, the podcast, episode 42. Um, go to the Act 2 podcast website. Um, we are on Anchor, we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we are on Breaker, we are on Google Podcasts. So go and check us out, get the views up, check us out, dope content. Episode 41 is getting a lot of raves, a lot of reviews, so get on that, you know? Don't know what the fuck y'all waiting on, but get on that. Again, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. And you can catch clips of us on the ground. And another live episode coming soon. Yes, sir. Um, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> no. How, how are, are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> but let's not joke about that because we really be serious. I can ask at all. I know it's a um, we play with it, but it's it's it's, it's, it's serious. serious. Um, I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm I'm, I'm doing good. Break it down for me. Mental, um, work, finance. My mental is um. Excuse my mental me. is a nine. A I'm, nine? Yeah, I'm going to say my mental is a nine. You know, I was going to say an eight. Elaborate. Because it was a, it's a lot of stuff on my mind, but not bad stuff. Just, you know, sometimes I can be a scatterbrained thing. Like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And it starts to clog up my brain. I just need to let that go. You know, it's nothing bad or whatever. So I'm in a good place mentally. Um, I'm getting better and um, I, I feel good. I'm a nine. No way, babe. Um, work. Work is an eight. No complaints. You know, it is what it is. Things, you know, it's work. Work is work. It ain't great. It ain't bad. I won't complain. That's it? That was one of my favorite gospel songs. I won't complain. How did, uh, how did it work out today with, uh, work? It worked out well. You know, it wasn't a little under the weather yesterday. So I had to take a day. But, um. It worked out well. Did you have the vid? Heck no. Oh. Heck no. Nope. double hockey sticks? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, no vid. No vid. Finances. My finances? My finances are an eight. Yeah, eight. I'm gonna say it's an eight because an eight. I, well, but eight is good. Eight is good because you know we have some grown up responsibilities to handle. Um, that's, but, but the finances are there. So it's, it's an eight because it's like, I wish we could do other stuff with the money, <laughs> but it's really a nine. I'm a really, I'm going to say it's a really nine. A nine? No way, babe. You think it's, well, you let my, why are you questioning my answers? I, I, I'm just making sure that I'm getting the numbers right. You, I'm not yes. questioning them. Yeah. I'm going to say finances are a nine. We got some things that we have to handle. I'm grateful that we're able to handle them. Um, 
and you know i would rather do other things with the money i'm but sure you would there are some adult things that need to be handled so it is what it is like we would get this joke but we're breaking the monster down yeah <laughs> um how are you i am jubilant oh that's a, that's a holiday word um, i'm jubilant mentally where are you at where you, know, you Christmas at is we... like next week you know it's so weird you say that because you just said when is the first it's coming um i literally it feels like a week ago we were talking about at work like oh my god i can't believe it's october 1st and here we are about to be november 1st it's crazy fast um as soon as you eat that turkey you're gonna see cars with bows on it we ain't having no turkey i'm just saying for most people out there y'all yeah. eat the turkey we don't celebrate that because we do. We along. celebrate in a different way. It was murderous. How, where like are you mentally? Me. Um. You said you're jubilant. Give me a number. A new wave. Nine. Oh, that's good. I'll be a Nina. You you good? You straight? I'm good. You. I was uh, letting you speak. You want to add some language behind that? So. Yeah. I'm a I'm a, a nine. I was I was a little bit lower, but I'm I'm feeling good. Um, I think things are on a up, up, uproar, uprise, mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. Uproar, like a riot about to happen? Both of them. Yeah, uprise and uproar. Yeah, both of them. Both of them could be volatile, uprising and an uproar. We don't want no volatility. Um, work, what's work like? Work's a nine. My guys did great. They did awesome. Mm -hmm. Came to a good job today, clean job. They lost, yeah, they did great. So work is, uh progressive it's cool it's good to have a great team you it know is. you um you 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 i've seen your progression in the mark of a good leader is building future leaders mm -hmm. you know because anybody can lead followers but how well can you create new leaders yes leadership one-on-one and my guys will soon be the leaders well leaders be leaders. You said leaders. You no, added a syllable. You added a syllable in that. It's recorded. You added a syllable. Maybe my you lips. You added a syllable. You said leaders, but I knew Maybe you meant leaders. Maybe my lips flip. They'll be you. You guys will be leaders. My lips so. fell. Okay. <laughs> um, leaders, but uh, you know, they're getting there. That's good. Um, what what the chicken looking like? What the your chicken, finances like? That's a two. It's like nothing's <laughs> fucking with you. Um, the chicken. <coughs> Chicken, the broccoli, the spinach, the bread. Why is money referred to as all those food terms? The guap, cheddar. Food, food. Um, you said broccoli. Spinach. Spinach. Bread. Um, yeah. Yeah, chicken. What is looking like? It's it's uh finances has always gotta look positive, so it's a nine. Yeah, it's a nine. Even though I just spent a nice chunk of change, it's a nine. Um, I am breaking the monster down, so it'll be, it'll be back up. What about your monster? What? Yeah, let's talk about that. That's I'm good to hear. So you're a nine across. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So I think we need to add some transparency here. And I got a prescription. So through our therapy sessions, you know, you guys know we go to therapy. Um, it we've identified that. I don't want to say he's created a spoiled monster because that's really not it. I have a husband who provides for me, 
you know, we mutually provide, but he he provides for me. Makes it happen. It's and fine if you said that. He doesn't say no to things that I ask for. And I will say, I am not, if you know me, really know me, I like things. I'm not a materialistic woman at all. Nope. Names do nothing for me. I, and I will back her on that. You give me a thousand dollars. She doesn't like nice things, but she's not oh, a label person. You give me a thousand dollars. Some people might buy something really, really nice with that thousand dollars, like one item, maybe two items, and it may be really nice, all well and good. You give me a thousand dollars, I'm gonna show you what I can do with this. I'm gonna stretch that money so far because I do like things, but I know how to shop thriftily. Dollar, you know, I might like something that's two dollars. Thriftily. I don't, Thriftily. I think. Thriftily. I think it's thriftily. No. Thriftily? You just added a syllable. All right. So we even. Now you got me back. We got double syllables. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I buy anything that's necessarily $2, but I will wear something that's $12. I will wear something that's um, $200. $200 if I like it. I do have limits on certain things that I will buy, but, um, you know, I like nice things. Nevertheless, materialism is not my thing. I like to buy things just period. Um, so in therapy, you know, they've labeled me as, and, and this is not just about buying things because I, I make my own money, you know, I buy things with my own money, but when it comes to other things that, you know, I want his money to buy. He doesn't tell me no. So now he feels like he has to break that cycle. I think. However, however, he doesn't tell himself no either. First off, right now, we, I wasn't because I was just getting through my mentals and stuff. But she started talking about her. So we can talk about no, her. No, no. You said I got to break this monster down. Yeah. But we know that's an inside joke to us. And well, now it's being, on the outside. That's all right. That's cool. Being transparent is fine. But um, there's there's some truth to that. That's all it is. It's not nothing where you got to take it as full negativity. You have a positive thing in your life, which is a great husband. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're a great wife, which makes your great husband want to do those things for you. But he just ought to also want you to see the other side of his hat, where he has to have headship and and, and, and man the bills and, and save money and all that stuff. So that's all he wants you to see. He don't want to... Like, you know, you this big. I don't want you to be this big. He still I don't want, think there's any changes you, needed. He still wants you to have <laughs> all those things. He still want to go on trips with you. He still want to go places with you. But, you know, you got to have a watch fly. We've been on a plane so far every 90 days since, we, since we've been able to. And that's cool. One day I'll try to create a life where we can go every month. But that's not right now. <laughs> I don't think there's any changes required. That's okay. all I'm saying. I do, and we're going to change a little bit. <laughs> What's um, your um, wiles and woes? You want to go first? Wiles and woes. So you want to start with your wiles? You want me to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. What's your wow? My wow. What's your woe? My... Start with your wow. Or your woe. <laughs> Lights. Hollywood. Well, I won't just say Hollywood, but we just came back from a beautiful time together. Um in Hollywood, California, Los Angeles, California. Love just being away. You know, it was one of them experiences that was new and didn't really know what to expect. Um, it was different for us in a lot of different ways, but more than anything, I we to be honest, um, we could have been in the middle of New Mexico 
and I just enjoyed the time that we spent together. We could have been in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, um, I definitely found a janky hotel. We would have found places to eat. No, 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 no. I am not one of them. Hotels don't matter type There's girls. No great ones out in Omaha. There's no janky <laughs> hotels. I'm not saying. Now I will say again, materialism. That ain't me. But I am not staying in anybody's janky hotel. Sorry. But um, yeah, it was just a really nice time. Definitely want to go back to LA. Now that we kind of like have a feel, you know, we do things a little bit differently. We we are walkers. Like we like to be up and about. Like we can go to New York City and walk for hours. You know, you find a lot of nice things to do and see and eat and all that kind of thing. LA is not a walkable town. Like we we were able to walk in the vicinity of where we were. But I think it depends on your hotel. Cuz those hotels in that area, if you come there f for for that Times Square feel, then that's the place for you and you can walk to your eating spots, your um Hollywood Walk of Fame, your museums and things like if that's your thing. You but can I take mean, the like, pictures with the fake Michael Jordans and all that kind of stuff if that's your thing. But if you want to like us, we want to see Crenshaw and Slauson. We want to go to fucking other places. We wanted to and, see Beverly Hills. Yeah, Beverly we Hills. To, like, you we need a to car. Go, we wanted to go to the hills and the, all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, some people don't give a shit about that, and they care just about that Times Square feel. Yeah, and that's true. And if you if you do, that area, you, you was good. Yeah, and again, no, no shade or anything. Like, we had a great time. Like, it was really a transitional moment for us, I feel like. I'll say for me, I don't want to speak for you. It was really transitional. Um, but what I will say, the top one thing about California that is a plus is the weather. Like just the beautiful weather. Like we had one bad weather day, but that but the other that just being able to wake up to that weather and know that out of 365 days a year, 330 of them you're gonna get that weather. I, I'm with it. I'm sold on on California. I, I won't say I'm sold on LA. I'm sold on California. So that was my um, Southern California because I know Northern California is com a completely different climate. So that was my wow. My woe was um, the cost of living in California is crazy. And I think this is not just the LA thing. It is a um, California thing. It's mm -hmm. a statewide thing. You know, just look talking to some. Um, people who was telling us i forget who it was it doesn't even matter just talking to some people um about the the cost of living like somebody said you can find like a two bedroom two bathroom place for like seven hundred thousand dollars it might have been an uber driver or or snoopy oh yeah yeah one of the guys okay yeah so i mean it was just the cost of living is crazy they had apartments that sleep for mind you that's not to say four bedrooms sleeps for so you might have two bedrooms a futon and a day bed something like that but, and it was the, but in full disclosure sleeps for sleeps four plus three bathrooms yes yeah, so everybody got you know or at least most people got their own bathroom or maybe you got one guest bathroom for like visitors and then two and two With bathrooms tubs, yeah. that's all fine twenty three hundred dollars per person it's like eleven thousand for an apartment. So you're basically Four paying twenty three hundred dollars a month to rent a bed, not even a rent a room because you don't have your own room. It's in a nice, beautiful, luxurious apartment, but just the cost of living. I mean, 
and looking at the numbers and looking at some places, I think it's, uh, I know that it's something, that, a transition that we could make. You know, if that's something that we wanted to do, he really wants to relocate to California and I'm with it. Um, it just would take a lot of research because the cost of living there is like, it, it makes you think just, uh, uh, you know, I won't go to digress too far, but as we talk about this national crisis um, of so many people not having jobs and stuff, it's like, this the cost of living is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So I, and I know California is on the high side. I kind of did some research where it's the third state. Hawaii's number one. I forget what's number two. California's number three. The third mo most expensive place to live. Yeah. Well, I wonder how many in the top. I'm sorry. In the top ten out of fifty, New Jersey's number ten. Mm -hmm. Um, I think New York was like, oh, I think maybe it's New York. I don't know. I think New York was in the top five. Nevertheless, California is number three. Very expensive. I would, I would think New York would be like up there after California or before. I don't. I mean, you said it's number two. I don't. I don't remember. Hawaii was number one. California was number three. I forget yeah, I what was think number two. New York two. would be number two, but who knows? It could be. Oh, that can be over here, right? States. States. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, what was your wow or whoa? Whichever you want to start with. My wow was um was being um away in California. Yeah, it was great. I haven't been over there since I was fucking you know eight nine years old, and I you were that old. Yeah, we lived in a place called Sunnyside. Okay, and um I don't even know where that's at, like compared to like Compton or Watts or even if it's near a place like that. But, um, yeah, just always good to go away. Always good to, <clears throat> um, you know, have some time together. And, yeah, in a different place, just making a different memory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely a, a memory added to the bank. Um, what was your woe? My woe, um, in full transparency, because why people love this show and love us, um, we went out to California and had a complete meltdown, me and my wife. Um, we, we just wasn't... <laughs> Bobbing on each other the first day we was there and um you know that's marriage that's love but we were smart enough to um tap to our resources and and use our tools and i co-signed what she just said just like she just told y'all we had a great fucking weekend a great four days i co-signed that we did and we did some stuff we never did before we hiked the fucking gin um on the goddamn mountain but yeah we you know that was one of my woes is that you know, every time we 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 not a hundred percent, it it bothers the shit out of me. And yeah, we we went out to California, got on a plane, and we had a fucking meltdown. But you know, in full love and in full marriage, we hit our resources, we tapped into our tools, and we had a fucking awesome time. So that's kind of like a wow in a while. Yeah, and you know what? I have to say, I'll give you your flowers in front of those watching. I can be. I don't know, I, you know, this is something that we'll continue to work through in therapy. I know I can be very stubborn, and sometimes when we hit a wall, it's one of those things like, I don't know, my mind goes to a different place, and it's like, do I need to get, change my flight? Should I be flying out? Should I pack my stuff? Should I get enough? Like, my mind just goes to the, I think, self-preservation mode, mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm going to be all right. And I don't know whether that's that... um strong black woman mentality that we you know sometimes have where it's like it's little tasha 
okay, maybe it's little Tasha, me wanting to protect little Tasha, me not wanting to let little Tasha down by feeling like she can't um, bounce back on her own or whatever the situation is. Nevertheless, I'm happy that my husband took the initiative to tap into our resources, like he said. Basically, it's like, you know, you go away somewhere and you get sick and it's like, need to go to urgent care. And that's really what we had to do. And, um, you know, it was it, it even even going through that process, you know, it was about a three hour period that was that got deep and dark. And on the other side, it was so bright and beautiful. And I'm grateful that I'm grateful that we balance each other in so many ways, <laughs> because if your mentality was like mine, you know, one of us might have got left out there, <laughs> found in the desert somewhere. No, I ain't left nowhere. No, I'm not saying it in that way. I'm saying, you know, we might have just went our separate ways. But nevertheless, I'm grateful that, you know, you are the man that you are, the person that you are. And, um, you know, we were, we were able to, to do our thing. It's it, it turned out to be a really, really beautiful time together. I love you, and sometimes I want to fight you, but I'll always fight for us. Yeah. I think we should have, like, one day a month where we put... And I'm, I'm listen, listen to me, hear me out. Couples, this might be good for y'all, too. Let us know. Where you put on boxing gloves, and you go to a gym, a facility. You do this monitored, right? So that, you know, it's in all fairness. Nobody's hurting anybody. You know, you put on some gloves, you put on the headgear, even if you got to put on one of them body gears or something, and you box. Once a month, you have a boxing day. Mm -hmm. I think that would be good. And this is not to say, like, oh, couples should fight and beat each other up. What is she saying? No, but get some aggression out. You, book, you better go hit a bag. You get I some... will knock you the fuck out, Tash. <laughs> No. What are you crazy? You think you would. Tosh, stop. They <laughs> you do think that you would. Yourself. You don't know what skills I hey, have. Stop. I will knock you the fuck out. <laughs> I, think, I think this is something that should be considered. I will or, beat your ass. I think <laughs> we should put on. Or you know what? How about you put on one of them bubble things and like you. Right. So if y'all ever see us out <laughs> and we together and loving on each other, but she got a fucking black eye. <laughs> Y'all know what she wanted to do. <laughs> she wanted to go to the gym earlier that day and get some aggression out. And I lumped that shit. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> so we're going to be still good out. She's going to be all boo-loving up on me, but that shit going to be out here. Mm. Um, you crazy? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. You crazy. Um, but, yeah, just the, the hotel. Um, the cost of living out there, I just wanted to... to piggyback on that is like super expensive we saw uh well not saw but we looked up a house that was 33 million dollars 333,333 dollars you know what that's one of the things that rich people do like just for last like oh just make the price all threes three 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 like, yeah. they just did that to be funny. But or it might be somebody that's like, oh, three is our lucky number. And I know it's people out there that be like, fuck that. I, want, I mean, that's too much for me. But when you see these places, it's like, all right, if I had billions of dollars, I'd live there. Like, you know, I would have to have billions of dollars, obviously, to have something like that. But it's so nice. 
It is. It's I mean, so it's nice. beautiful. It's nice. It's like, luxurious. God it's bless them. They all worked hard things. enough to get yeah. that shit, but damn, it's so nice to be cut into a mountain like that. Yeah, it's, it's nice beautiful. as hell. Give me my choice. I, I I would get to. I would take a five acre farm in the middle of nowhere where I can sit on my porch with a bra on, and I don't have to worry about nobody seeing me. You know, a couple uh, mini horses out there, a couple chickens running around. That would be my choice, but. If he wanted to buy the house in the hills, I'll live there too. What um did you like the hotel? I did. I like the hotel. So we a little bit hotel bougie. Um and you know, when I'm looking for at hotels, I talked I was talking to uh, my sister about this. Um, you know, I always look for four and five star hotels because I needed to I need to feel comfortable and it's not even a matter of I wanted to cost a certain amount of money. I had to sleep here. My body has to be in the bed. Don't give a shit what it costs. Full disclosure. We sleep in the nude. My skin got to be in this bed. I don't I don't want to work. And even uh, and I'll say this, even in a five-star hotel, you know, I'm still initially a little Somebody's bit skeevy. In the bed. Yeah, I'm a little bit skeevy about any sheets. I spray the beds down, you know, some antibacterial stuff. So I'm still cleaning and making sure. You remember I mopped the floor in Jamaica? Yeah. <laughs> any any bed you go to, somebody fucked that in a hotel. So yeah. You can just count on any that. little decorative throw pillows, I get them off the bed. So even in a five-star hotel, I know it still can be germs, but I have to have a level of comfort. So I said it to say the hotel was nice. It was very nice. <laughs> it was very nice. No complaints. We're used to having a balcony. It mm -hmm. didn't have a balcony. You know we love a balcony. It didn't have a balcony. <laughs> it didn't have a balcony. You like to get bent over on the balcony. Baby, don't say <laughs> That's that. That's why you like the balcony. I like to go be able to go outside for some fresh air. Okay. Um, Between your legs. But I love the fact that um, it, yeah, it was comfortable. The hotel food was really good. It was. Sometimes, you know, rest, uh, hotels have, yeah, they have like their on-site restaurants and stuff be kind of janky because they just used to visit. No, the food was really good. Was. The Dance breakfast place, food. the breakfast. We had breakfast for $75. And I ain't talking about nothing fancy. We had home fries, eggs, and sausage. And that what? shit ain't no flex. That's that's fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm not that's saying it's terrible. like the brag. I was, <laughs> we had coffee and apple juice. So the next time we went, we ain't order no coffee and apple juice. And I ain't ashamed to say they that. $6 a $6 a coffee, $6 an apple juice. Yes, it was free refills, but I don't care. So we calculated in our head, don't get no coffee, don't get no apple juice. That's $25 off the bill right there. Like, how dare, $6? Like this, we went to Starbucks and it was less than that. So yeah, I mean the hotel was nice. I really enjoyed it. It was comfortable. Um, yeah, I, it it was a good time. I enjoyed it too. I and um, wait one one more thing. Another requirement when we go on vacation, in addition to of course just the accommodations being nice, the shower has to be big enough for us to be shower buddies. Yes. Yes. You I'm sorry. Rip my arm off. Right? I apologize. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the shower's got to be big enough. And it was. It was nice. Everything was cool. I didn't like the fact that we have a balcony because I had to keep going back downstairs to smoke. But I found a little back alley on the side <laughs> there. Literally. They had a little back alley back there where you could smoke. And cops and shit was riding past security guards. And they wasn't... Like, I'm nothing. cut from a different cloth still where smoking in front of um, law enforcement of some kind still bothers me. <laughs> and being in a state where it's legal... 
like I, I felt like frozen when they were walking by and they was just like, Hey, how you doing? Not paying them no yeah, attention. Yeah, and it was like, Oh, okay, this is this is cool out here. Like that was just a weird feeling. And um yeah, that was that was that that, that was cool. Yeah, the uh it, it it was even like the hotel staff, you know, sometimes the little people might be put a little off guard because you always see people going outside to smoke at facilities smoke cigarettes i don't think i smell anybody outside smoking cigarettes i think everybody weed. outside was yeah. smoking weed and i'm talking about black white young old men women everybody was like going outside in a respect respectable manner nobody was you know standing it wasn't that type of establishment to be standing in front of the door doing that but everybody was kind of off to the side smoking, smoking weed joint, yeah. smoking blunts, coughing up a storm out there like um, in the bushes that's another thing L.A. weed, is it is different. I've experienced it. I wanted to experience it for a while. It's different. So, it's, question. It's, You're a pothead. Like, no, I say that in the most respectful way. Like, it's you, a lifestyle. You, I say that in the most respectful way. You're not just like a casual you? smoker. Like, you know yeah. about the industry. What's better, Jamaica weed or L.A. weed? <sighs> Damn. L.A. weed. Because oh, wow. of the the potency and the um, selection. Okay. So in Jamaica weed, I had that critical kush, which was like, smoke your face off with that. But in L.A., like the variety, like the Gary Payton, the, um, the Runts, like those brands, you can't get back here. And if you do try to get something like that back here, it'll just be like some dookie in a designer bag. Mm. So it won't be. So people save the bags or recreate the. Or, you can buy them on buy Amazon. The bag. That's some shady yeah, you, stuff. Can, so they got buy, knockoff weed. Ain't that you something? You can buy Louis Vuitton bags on Amazon weed bags. You can mm. buy anything. That's some craziness. Yeah, beehive bags of weed mm -hmm. with the bee on it for, you know, like it's good. But I got it's you. dookie. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but LA is better. Yeah, LA weed is it's much better, and it's um a hell of a variety. You go out to LA. We went to, we went to Cookies, and what was that was in Melrose. That was in West Hollywood. It was on Melrose. Oh, oh, on Melrose in West Hollywood, but that was a dope experience going to that dispensary. Um, it's way different than a medical dispensary because you know they got the music playing, people all over the place. Um, my senses were overstimulated. I had to go outside. I'm serious. Like the music was playing, weed everywhere, the sounds, the the noise. Um, but you didn't smell no weed. You didn't smell weed, but it was like so many people. So we stood in line for a couple minutes, and I was like, I'm gonna be. And plus, at that moment, we were on our best, and my I was like, I'm gonna be outside. I had to go outside, and my senses were too overstimulated. I could not. I couldn't stay in there. It, it was, it, but it was definitely a different experience to see. Like, wow, these people. This is. A, it literally looked like a weed candy store. Mm -hmm. Like little jars everywhere. Little bags everywhere. Gummies everywhere. Super friendly everywhere. people, but music. That's I couldn't they take it. Baked. Yeah. Like, everybody in there hot, either on some gummies or some drops or some something. Yeah. But it was cool, and they they take your name, and then you pick what you want. And then they call your name. So it's like real personal. You know what's interesting that you say that? I read something today that said, in a day and age, and this really reminds me of that store, in this day and age where we, in this day and age where dispensaries look 
and operate like Apple, like store. Apple stores. They need to release stuff. all these people that are <clears throat> incarcerated for crimes affiliated with marijuana. Yeah. Like this is really something that needs to be reconsidered. Like, are you serious? Millions of dollars a year in that store. Like, that's a that's a people come from all over to go to cookies in LA. No, literally. Like again, I had to stand outside and coming and going and, and again. Young, old, black, white. Like, it, I know you, you have to be 18 or 21. You have to be 18. Okay, because some of these people, I was thinking, like, she got a fake ID. But then I'm thinking, okay, if they're 18, that really is a kid to me. Like, they're old. I'm old enough to be their parent. And they really look young. Like, it was so, not everybody, but I'm just saying there were some people that were so young. Um, But it was so much traffic in and out, in and out. I mean, people pulling up and... Benzes, all all kinds of cars, you know, jogging across the street. White men looking like they just like finished a business meeting or let me go grab something on my way home. You know, it 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 was all kinds of people going in and out of that. In place. a state where weed is recreational like that, yeah. that's crazy. And it was in it's, such. This feels weird, especially to me, because my whole life I've been like, you know, hiding the fact from law enforcement or authority of some kind or fucking security guard in a store like anywhere it's like i ain't smoking out here but there it's like yeah we good and it was in such an inconspicuous <laughs> place like it, it was you can see it the building is blue it's there on a the corner but it was like in a random neighborhood you know melrose avenue in, in los angeles down the street it was a couple cafes and shops and stores and stuff but it's just like it wasn't like a um center city type area you ride through and it's like oh there's the dispensary you know mm -hmm. It was dope, though. Um, Hollywood Hills. So one thing about me, y'all see, I'm, I have a lot of, um, God blessed me with some more meat than others. He just wanted me to. She got girth. Girth? Yeah. That sounds like I like lift the medicine balls or something. Nevertheless, mm -hmm. I ain't never been a small woman at, at, at all in my life. But don't judge a book by its cover because I love physical activity. I wish that I would have done more of it in my life, <laughs> but I love physical activity, <laughs> which is, you know, people might find. You've been dope at sports. I told I know. you you played sports I, when you was I young. Would, because I'm, she ain't no team player. I'm not a team player, but I should have stuck with tennis and swimming. Those are the things I should have stuck with. But they ain't going to make I, you no money. Well, and I love activity, physical activity. I'm very competitive with myself more than anything. But definitely in a team sport, I've been a nah, track would have been your shit. Maybe track, yeah. I said it to say I love outdoorsy stuff. Like we've gone, I love fishing. Um, but uh, one of the things I really, really, really like is walking and hiking. And I think like that's gonna be our new thing. Like any place we go, <laughs> no. But we'll be prepared. We weren't. We knew we wanted to do it, but we weren't really prepared for it. We knew we wanted this to do time. it because we thought it was flat. Well, I, I well, knew I, I wasn't flat. Oh, you thought it was flat. So, yeah. Runyon Canyon, we went to. And this is the second time we went, like, on a real, real hike. But this was more of a um of a city hike than when we did El Yunque in Puerto Rico. Because that was in the rainforest. Like, literally, rainforest. That was big -ass such leaves. an accomplishment. Leaves as big as us. That was such an accomplishment. Like that was my first melanin hike. It was wet the whole way. It was it was crazy a crazy adventure. But Runyon Canyon we did, and it it just felt good being in nature outside. 
pushing ourselves because i'm gonna tell you no lie after the first three minutes we were like looking at each other like do we really want to do this are we really going to do this i did and i'm telling him like the moment you get tired if you say you had enough let me know and we can stop but mentally mentally i was just trying to like you know keep him motivated we stopped at a bench i didn't complain we sat at the bench as long as we wanted to then we would keep going a little more keep going i will say this white not just white people but i'm gonna say white people white people in california got dogs i think every single person in california has a dog one thing about me, I have two feet. Well, no, not just two. I don't like animals. Like, when I say that, meaning, like, animals that, like, are outdoors can run up to me. No possum, no um, no deer, no she raccoons. She threatened to punt a dog off the hill. No raccoons. And there, everybody had a dog, and almost nobody's dog is on a leash. I used to be extremely terrified of dogs. I've gotten much better. <coughs> But I'm still afraid. We used to have a dog. I don't know how you have such a fear of dogs. Because it was ours. But still, I'm telling you, all you got to do is say, hey, poochie, poochie, poochie. Hey, poochie, poochie, poochie. And she think that's calling the dog. Where the fucking dog is looking for somewhere to piss, looking for somewhere to shit. It ain't even thinking about you. Even the biggest dogs, the bulldogs, the the rock, rock, the the goddamn boxers, they, they wasn't even thinking about you. These are... I was ready to jump on his back. She had to realize where we were at. These rich dogs don't want to bite nobody. They want to go back to their Beverly Hills houses and eat their steak in their bowls. They, they not, they're, I'm telling you, they're not worried about you. But it was so many dogs. As we went on, my fear did subside some. Except when we was coming down the hill and I thought the man blew the whistle. (laughs) And we seen like shit you see on TV, like a real dog walker. Like, like, I've never seen that in Philly. Yeah, 15, 20 dogs, and she in the middle. One of like, a mountain. Just walking. Like, I've never seen nobody walk that many dogs. That's a lot of goddamn dogs. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Ryan was a great experience. It's dogs everywhere. You have to get past the smell of dogs. Um. The weather was beautiful, though. That was one thing that I was really happy about. You know, it's warm and you feel the sun, but it's cool. So, it, it the weather wasn't a factor at all. I mean, of course, you know, we... You want to dress appropriately so that you don't sweat too much, but it felt amazing. If I love being outdoors and doing nature stuff, I think maybe I was like a a a woods woman in my former life. Really? Or I was a farmer. You know, I love farming. Um, yeah, farming. (laughs) Um, what is um the the Walk of Fame to me was a little underwhelming. You know what? I've heard- and I think it was because of like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, all these fucking people. It's like Times Square. It's like you can't really look and see. And then it's just like a name. It's not. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I thought it just had more of a wow factor. I've heard people say. Like it was courted off and. Yeah, well, I've heard people say, like, when they get there, and maybe it was Kevin Hart, I'm not sure, but I heard somebody say before, like, making a joke about where their star was, like... Next to a pile of shit or something. (laughs) Or, or like, yeah, it's in front of, like, the Chinese... We had the worst Chinese food ever, but that's another thing. Like, but I've heard people make jokes about it, like, where their star was, and now, when you see it, you're like, oh, okay. I seen somebody made a joke saying their star was on the handicap ramp. 
Like yeah, on the slope going down. And it's possible <laughs> like it was. Because where if you've never been, you know, um where it is, it's I would say it's like Times Square, but on at where Times Square would be like a ten, it's probably at a five. So it's not nearly as big and crowded and lights camera action as Times Square but it is like it's not as much but it's still that same feel like it's not as big it's not as many people it's not as many blocks it's not as many establishments but it's still that tourist um that that tourist point that, yeah that center point yeah um and, and we didn't we we found Kevin Hart Whoopi Goldberg Beyonce doesn't have a star but I did find Destiny's Child Jay Z don't have one either no I didn't see Diddy or Mary J. Blige, but I did see Queen Latifah and um, LL Cool J. Yeah, and I the did Fugees. See I didn't see. Yeah, I did see the Fugees. Yeah, we saw Viola Davis. We saw a lot of people. Angela Bassett. Yeah. You know, after a while though, it's like you. It's so many people. And you, one side of the street is old Hollywood, like you know Sidney Poitier and James Cagney, and you know old ass actors, Tom Henson. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was a lot of names, yeah. Um, did you unpack our Buddhas? Not yet, but I will. We got these Buddha, we got these Buddha statues. Ain't they Buddha statues? I don't think they're Buddha statues. They're just sculptures of our faces. They're not Buddhas? Buddha is like a man, like a person. Like, that's a specific thing. We're not, it's not really a Buddha. I thought the dude was a Buddha that did it. No, it was an Asian man who made a sculpture of us, a, a, a portrait but not a painted portrait, a sculpture of our face. And I guess it does have some of that um, patina look like some Buddha statues have. But um, he did a good job. It was it was like one of those touristy things. I was surprised that he was with it and that he wanted that. He's usually not that um, type of person. He's usually pretty practical with things, but I was with it if he was, and that was great. Yeah, I never had no nobody do a sculpture. I mean, I had a cartoon drawn before. Yeah. I had an old-fashioned... Um, a photo before I never had no sculpture. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it looks pretty. It looks a lot like you. We can take a picture and post it too. Um, how was the flight? The flight going, I became extremely. I have very bad motion sickness. Like it don't take much for me to get sick. I got sick immediately taking off. Like I don't know whether it was the wind going that way or what it was, but it was not good for me going. Every time I tried to like wake up and look out the window a little bit, it was like you know I don't be meaning no harm, but I don't be paying you no fucking mind. <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I just I, go and to I sleep. I know that you get sick, and I know that you won't be like easy, but I I, I barely check on you when you sitting over there. I, I, I look over and your eyes just be closed, and it'd be like, all right, she's sleep. Yeah. But I don't know, like, oh, she feeling queasy or. Well, she, I go to sleep. Her eyes to... just shut, but she feeling a little nauseous. I just be. Like damn, you looking out the window and shit. Nah, I go to sleep to fight to fight it. Like if I stay awake, I'm gonna feel sick. So I go to sleep so that I don't feel, I don't feel sick while I'm asleep. I don't think because I'm asleep. Why do you know. just go to sleep like that? Oh, I can. <laughs> I can go to sleep. If you know me, you know I, I I can go to sleep anywhere as long as I feel safe. I can go to sleep anywhere. And you know that. If I get yeah, a bit knocking left. Yeah. Up. Coming home, no issues. Like it was a comfortable flight. I slept again for all I slept the whole time just about. <laughs> I liked it because there was no babies. Yes. And either way. I was able to fucking, you know, watch some shows and shit. But five hours is 
it's probably about the max right now for me. It's probably about the max. Like Hawaii and Greece, like I, I love to see those places, but I think I need like drugs for a 12-hour flight, like hard drugs. Well, so th I was going to say how about you go to sleep, but when you go to sleep, you snore and then I can't sleep because I'm wor worrying about you snoring too loud. And then I be on guard like, y'all better not say nothing to him because he's snoring loud. Who gives a shit about those people? There be babies crying. There be people farting. Like, you I'm didn't just... hear the man farting? No. Yeah, he was farting. And In that, front of you? And that man kept standing up and stretching his damn leg. I ain't see that. I was asleep. Yeah, like, no, nah, I don't give a damn about them people. And then I didn't know... But people actually walk around when it's time to walk around. I just thought that was some shit. Like, okay, you can walk around and stretch your legs. People actually started walking the fuck around. Yeah. Like, conversating with people. Some people have to, though. Circulation issues and stuff. Your legs and sit your tight. ass down so we can get to where we're going. And we have a system. He takes the window. I take the middle. Whoever takes the aisle that way. We don't get up to go to the bathroom. We stay in our seat when they come around and offer. That's not necessarily a good thing, though. What? Not getting up to go in the bathroom. It's not like I be holding it. I don't have I to do. go. You do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you do. But I got to get past two people. It's like, fuck. I don't have to go to the bathroom. I make sure I go to the bathroom before. I only drink one ginger ale so that I don't have a whole lot of, you know, I don't ask for any coffee, even though I know they have coffee because I know caffeine will make me have to pee. Um, yeah, so it's a system in my head. Whoever sits next to me, they probably always think I am the best passenger neighbor ever because I don't bother them. They don't bother me. We, we don't touch each other. Like, Nope, I sit there, I mind my business. I don't want to talk. I don't want to be in your business. Sometimes I peek to see what they reading or what they watching, but I am the best neighbor ever if you if you ever have the pleasure of sitting next to me on the plane. Wow. She's a, <laughs> she's a good neighbor. In the house or on the, in the air. She's a good neighbor. Not, well, in the house, I'm a good neighbor because I mind my business. I don't even know our neighbors. I mean, we you say know, hi. Alvin. Yeah, I mean, I say hi, but like that's I mean, about it. Like Yugoslavia? I'm not going to, don't do that. I'm not asking for no sugar or no coffee. Um, no, who's, who does that? People do ask their neighbors for sugar. No, like, people don't do that shit no more. Like, people, rapists and really not people, flower delivery guys can't be trusted. Ain't nobody barring yeah, sugar. that's true. Um, what's your beef? So, this week, my beef is being in California, it was fun, it was great, but the homeless people out there it's a lot of them. And sometimes I met a homeless guy or we met a homeless guy in the, in the back area. His name was Carlo. He was like out of his mind, but homeless. And watching these homeless people and seeing the tents on the side of the road and shit like that, it just makes you think like, how did these people get there? So it's like, um, you know, for, for California being as rich as it is, like, can you build some fucking shelters? Can you, can you do something about the homeless population? Cause it's 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 crazy how so many people are out there. It made my my mind start to wonder like, how did you get here? Like, is it just drugs? Did you did you lose a parent and end up out here and lose your way? Did you lose a child and end up out here and lose your way? Did you did you have a, a, a breakup in your marriage? Did you lose a spouse? Like, how, or are you just on drugs? But how? What was your journey here? And like. You know, what's, what's your way out of it? But it seems like a state, a city so big, $33 million houses, a bunch of rich people, 
and it's like there's no shelters, there's no there's no uh, outreach for these people. That's fucked up. So in a place like that with 40 million people, like let's let's get a grasp on the homelessness out there. So can we talk about it? Sure. So when you say there's no shelters, there's no outreach, I beg to differ because I think there is, but I don't think there's. I beg to differ, neighbor. <laughs> I just don't think that there are enough resources. So what do you think is a viable solution? Because it, it, I don't think that the shelters can. Well, one, let's address this. A lot of homeless people don't want to go into shelters. I understand, but I'm just saying having a place to stay other than the street. And I understand it don't it don't get to be zero degrees out there, so that's kind of not an issue it, like it, it would be here. But you're talking about a state, a city, specifically L.A., but I mean it's 40 million people that live in California, but L.A. is the richest. And it's like you got million-dollar homes, you got, you know, $11,000 rents on apartment, and it's like you charging this to people. And not only that, who's renting those apartments because the construction worker isn't renting that kind of apartment. Like, uh, you, you got to be in acting or something like that to rent them kind of, that kind probably of shit. Not, probably like in tech or like a trust or fund tech baby or, or something. Or a trust fund baby or whatever. But I'm just saying it's that kind of money in that city circulating. But the homeless population, like they take shits on the street, like out there. Like it's, 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 they defecate on the street. Like it, they pee up against the wall. Like they're, they're just everywhere out there. And it's like, you would think for, for it's, for it to be a tourist spot that they would try to clean that up a little bit, just a little bit. So what do you think is a, is a solution? More outreach, whatever that looks like, whether it's like some um, mental, inst not institutions, I don't want to use that word to make it sound like it's a, a crazy house, but some mental um, health outreach, drug outreach. I mean, I saw a guy smoking heroin. Right so like right in, in the back us. of the alley there, like, 20 feet away from us like he didn't care he just sat down and started smoking heroin and, and again we were at a five-star hotel yeah and he was just right there that's just what and the duke and and carlo like that would seem like his area like he hung around that side of the hotel and across the street at the 7-eleven like that was kind of his area and, and people the knew him. yeah they knew him they would brought him, him water yeah all kinds of stuff like that but he was literally he wasn't in his right mind. You could tell just by the way he was acting and the way he talked. But he was he was lucid. You know, he asked me lucid. for my bottle of water. Yeah. I had this much water left, and he asked me for it, and I gave it to him. And then he kind of demanded it, like that was kind of like his his vernacular, his cadence. He was like, "Hey, how about I get your water?" And you was like, "Okay, like you yeah. have it." Well, because I'm thinking this, I felt bad. Like, <laughs> do you want a that. whole bottle? Because I, it's literally this much in there. He was like, "That's okay." Hey, you got any money? I just want to buy some food. It's like, and I gave him some chips I had, and then we found them on the ground the next day. <laughs> he didn't like my chips. He but asked you know, me where they sweet. This is the second homeless person I seen turn your shit down. Remember that man turn your steak down? <laughs> yeah. We were coming from a very nice restaurant. And we had some leftovers, and he was walking by, asked for some money, and I offered him my food. And he said, well, what is it? $60 steak. I said, it's steak. And pizza, it was the flatbread leftover, and he said, oh, I don't eat cheese. I no, steak, he was like, what kind is it? Oh, he was okay. like, it's steak. <laughs> <laughs>
and not, and I'm not saying that to be like, disrespectful. Nah, to, that. <laughs> to be to say like, oh, because you're homeless, you should just eat anything at all. I I don't want to be demeaning yeah. in that way. When we thought but about he it, he might have had some stomach issues. Yeah, he was just very dismissive. Like, nah, I don't want to. It, it was coming from Del Frisco's. I think yeah. I, it was like, nah, I don't want that. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> but you yeah. know. So that's my beef. It's just the homelessness. I think that in L.A. they should probably put, you know, just, I don't know what they do. It's my, you know, I'm just saying from what I saw in that city alone, that tourist spot, like, you got to, you got to wrangle that together. So you know how you've heard of some places that have, like, tent cities, mm -hmm. and then they come and they abolish the tent cities where, like, they like, nah, get out of here, and they do whatever with that land, whatever it is, they just move them out. Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? Do they think? Do you think they should be allocated some land to, you know, have as and kind of cordon? How, you know, I never know how to say cordon it off. Cordon, cordon. cordon it off. Um, yeah, it's called the, Skid Row. I, we we should have went there, but it's far away, and it, a lot of people say you should go there just to take pictures and actually see it for yourself because it's so vile, it's so nasty, and it's so many people. But we didn't get a chance to go there. But and a lot of people say don't go there because it's it's that bad. But Skid Row, yeah, it's where all the homeless people live there, and it's supposed to be like sixty, seventy thousand people homeless there so mm. yeah skid row is that and i'm sure there's pictures on google that you can see of drones and shit over top of skid row it's it's like kingsington times 10 but what i'm saying when they abolish those places do you think that that's a good idea and then the homeless are dispersed amongst the city or do you think they should be allowed to have that centralized location you know, kind of. Oh, I think, think about they this. go where where they're comfortable at in their areas. Most of those people probably aren't far from family members or or houses or something like that, where a, a, a auntie or cousin might live. Or I, I don't know, but I don't think they travel that far away from their areas. And once they get comfortable there, they're comfortable. And to push them out, it's not helping them because they have mental issues. So you got to address that. So shit you think first. It's, a, it's better off. To leave them there. It made me think of The Wire. You remember when they were like, all oh, go down here and do your dirt down here to clean up the city? Rather no, you than have you... That. Like, that's, that's illegal. You can't do that. I mean, you're just... You're condoning it. And you're forgetting about them. If you're going to go there and make contact with them, actually fucking help them. Like, try to identify the people that have mental issues and talk to them. If you could try to... And, and get them some help. If you could try to talk to some people and they're talking like me and you then obviously you can you can say what's your problem and they can identify and tell you I'm on drugs, I have a drinking problem, I lost a child and lost my way. But if they have mental issues, they won't be able to communicate that. You can identify that, get them the proper help and then start from there. Again, you can't just take a homeless person off the street and give them money and think that's going to help them. Right. You know, because they need they don't resources know, yeah, and help and guidance. And, yeah. and so they, they got to go through a little intervention of themselves but they should offer that kind of shit i just think in that kind of city where fuck they got eleven thousand dollar rents just on the corner they got 33 million dollar houses in the hills like a lot of these people in this city are rich and this is this is crazy yeah it, it's i think it's such a multi-level and complex issue like to peel the onion back 
it, it, get, it can get really deep. Like, you think about people like the basketball player who was homeless on no, the street. He got help from a, a gazillionaire. A yeah. who, and now he was, he's back on the street. So yeah. I think it's such a common. But everybody so many knows he has mental issues. Everybody knows. Right, so, but that's what I'm says. saying. You think about him and magnify that by the homeless population. And we're mm -hmm. just talking about L.A. This is something that's prevalent in new york city yep. it's prevalent in philadelphia it's prevalent in my like it's prevalent in every major city so i think the complexities of it is far beyond what i don't want to say it can't be fixed i think you got to kind of um uh, put a stopgap on it and then fix it from the beginning like the root causes of veterans returning home mm -hmm. help them to avoid from adding to that population yep. And and I, I mean this in the most respectful way. Eventually, that population will start to die off, but you don't want it to be like regenerative where you, as you have people dying off, you have more people being added to it. Kind of take a step back and say, okay, we, we went wrong in a lot of places. What can we do to prevent the next generation of people from falling into that same hole like you said people who have mental health issues who have maybe has has lost a child and just snapped didn't know where to turn to for help stop paying bills stop going to work now you don't have a house now you don't have family now you don't have money and you're homeless right you know so i think that's where you have to kind of it and not to say you can't help any of the people that are already homeless but let's take a step back and see what led some of those people to getting there so then maybe you can potentially identify other people who's in danger for falling into that same that's trap. that's my point i mean it's got to be some outreach to identify those people they got to contact those people they got to get out on the streets and contact those people like yeah. if you see so many people with money in their pockets walking by these people. And again, money ain't going to help, but you see people with food walking by and there's stores everywhere, but they're out there going to the bathroom on the streets. They ain't eating. They don't have clothes on, shoes on. Like they sleeping balled up in blankets up against shit with a whole bunch of trash and whole, their belongings. I don't want to call it trash, but their belongings. And it's like, like nobody sees this or everybody's just walking by taking pictures and selfies and doing their own thing and all these homeless people are out here i think homelessness has become such a way of life in america as crazy as that sounds it's not all all striking to people um the way that it should be we're just so used, used to, to it since you're a child you see people now as a kid it's like mommy why is why is that man sleeping there and as you get older that just becomes the norm but i do wonder about the guy we seen walking out there holding his sweatpants bleeding yeah no shoes no shirt like holding his, if he let his pants go they would fall down i do wonder what what does that look like and what does the homeless situation look like in other countries, other progressive countries? I'm not talking about third world countries. What does it look like in other progressive Europe? countries? Well, that's a continent, but yeah, some other well, European countries, right? Country some in Asian Europe. countries. And, and if it doesn't if look... London. That's a city. city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're so going to geography. Um, UK, the UK, the UK, France, France. Italy, okay, Spain, Paris is a city. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I live over here. He knows the American history. Don't ask me the presidents, but don't ask him where any countries are. No. Yeah, but um, and but 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 what I'm saying, if there, if it looks different there, then I think that's something that America needs to leverage and and see. What are they doing different? What have they done differently? Because I, the, mental health is a 
human crisis. It's not just an American crisis. So, you know, finances, poverty is a human crisis. So what are these other countries doing differently that they are mitigating, if they are, the the, the prevalence of homelessness throughout their right. countries? I, I mean, you would think of a rich place like a Dubai or something. I would love to see if there's homeless people there, like rich people walking around. It's just so obvious to me to see you know, Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Porsches driving down the street and Phantoms and, and Cullinans and it's like homeless people everywhere. Like on your route home, yeah, there's a like, tent, there's a row of it's, tents. It's crazy and it's like, damn, on your like, way up the hills. I don't know what it looks like to change that, but some type of outreach to contact those people to identify who has the mental health issues, who is just on drugs, and who has like an issue of, like we said, I've lost a child, lost a parent you in, in a divorce like whatever made you lose your way let's try to find you back and the people that need the mental health issues man hey you've been in the street for 20 30 years like you need some serious you yeah. might need to be committed you yeah. mean i don't know how far the, the mental issues go but it's just something that should be addressed over there especially with all the money around it you know what it makes me think about too two stories that i heard of um about homeless and i think they come from california i'm not sure one the guy who had that voice that was like and he they like made him a radio show host or something and then the other guy recently who is an artist and he you know they gave him an exhibit we i think that was in new york though but you but he may have come from california i don't know but you think about they're people. They're human. Can you imagine the skills and talents There's a YouTube within yeah. that population of people? Because, you know, not all people are drug addicts. They, nope. Like you said, there's different paths that could have led them there. But the talent and skills and education and resources and intellect that you have within that population that people just aren't able to utilize. Yeah, there's a, a YouTube channel I used to watch. I think it's called Forgotten People. I might be wrong, though, but... It, it talked to homeless people, and it wasn't here. I think it was in Europe or something, and it talked to homeless people and was asking them, like, what their story was and how they got there. And I'm talking, like, lucid people. Oh, yeah. Like, a woman who, you know, was she was thinking it was on there, like, two or three times, but homeless, like, could work, was smart, but just shit just didn't line up, and yeah. she ended up losing and didn't have nobody. But eventually she got, they all get, well, not all, but... You know, every I think his thing is socks because he was homeless. So he's like, the only thing I wanted when I was homeless all the time was fresh socks. It always made me feel good. So that's his thing. He talks to these mm. people and gives them socks. What's your beef? My beef. And this may rub some people the wrong way, but I don't care. Rub them, baby. Rub them. I said what I said at the end of this after I say what I said. If y'all think... She said what y'all think she said. She said it because she said it to me earlier. So I know she's saying what she's about to say. What's up with y'all church people celebrating Halloween? And and then no, no, let me rephrase that. Not y'all church people. Christians. People are people. Churches. I don't get it. And when we talk about or we hear about so many people, especially our youth, our our black, I want to say our young, our black youth, inner city youth who are struggling with their spirituality and they find that there's so many contradictions and they're struggling to find a path and find a way. And yet here we are, I see churches asking for candy donations for trunk or treat parties. What's up with that? 
Like, really, like how contradictory or hypocritical is that? And the reason why I say not people, because people gonna be people, you know, whether you celebrate or not, I'm not saying what you should or shouldn't do. What I am saying is that everyone knows Halloween is a pagan holiday. You know, I don't think anybody can dispute that. And you may say there are some other holidays that are, are rooted in paganism. I'm not here to have that conversation, at least not today. But Halloween, we know the ghosts and goblins and ghouls and all that stuff. We know what it's about. The witches, yada, yada, yada. And then you have some churches that say, oh, well, you know, dress up in, in a costume, but don't be a ghost. Don't be a goblin. Don't be a devil. Don't be a witch. Be a but you're still participating. If you're a fairy godmother, if you're a butterfly, if you're a pumpkin, if you're a garden, if you're a flower pot, if you're a tea kettle, short and stout, like whatever you want to call it, you're still participating. I just shout to me like whatever you want to call it you're still participating and I just don't get it and it really <coughs> you know sometimes I see stuff on social media and this is people that I know um so this ain't no subliminal type stuff because if you're watching this you know I'm talking about you so I might not be saying your name but I'm putting it out there um it really makes me rub my head and sometimes I want to comment and be like what's up with this why are you doing this or why is this church or this foundation or this organization promoting this like is this what's up is this like I don't that that don't sit right with me um we don't celebrate Halloween just because we don't and I ain't gonna say we're no uber Christians it's just not something that we do um that's just that but because I of that reason though like you know it to us it's like inviting in you know, just the juju. And I feel like I don't want to do it a little bit. Like, it ain't going to be like, oh, we don't dress up for Halloween, but if you knock on our door, we're going to give you candy because then I'm still participating. And I just don't want to be hypocritical in that way. Not to say there may not be some other things in life where we may come across as hypocrites. So what? I'm talking about Halloween. And I don't get it. And again, people will be people. You do what you want to do. But when the church is celebrating Halloween, that's one of them things. What's the old age used to say? Things that make you go... Hmm. That's real old, babe. That's our. That's my beef. I got beef. Let's get into it. Um, that's fucked up because I, I'm I was brought up celebrating Halloween, and not till I met you, or maybe before you, not by like a girl or something, but I just heard in the, in conversation that yo, that's Christians don't celebrate that. Like that's a pagan holiday. The ghouls and goblins, like you're inviting types of spirits and the witches and all that kind of stuff. And again, you said there's other holidays like that. We could talk about that another time. But everybody knows that's a pagan holiday. So for a church to do it is like, it just stamps the hypocritical thought that you have about churches because it's yes. like y'all doing something to pander to people for money because that's what you're going to ask for when people, when they show up with their kids and the donations for the candy, like, Y'all, if, if if that's the case, y'all provide the goddamn candy for the kids. Like, but y'all asking people for donations for candy. I mean, it, it's something you shouldn't even be participating in. Like, that should be a service that Sunday about the, the, the where it comes from, how we don't celebrate, and this is what it's about, and why we don't celebrate. It, Halloween is on Sunday this year. That should be the service on Sunday. For people who go to church on Sunday, we don't. But for, for that Sunday, it should be, this is Halloween, this is where it originates from, this is out the Bible, this is why we don't celebrate, this is why this church won't ask you for nothing like that, and this is it. That's the service for Sunday. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I, 
I have celebrated Halloween before. Yeah. As an adult, I have worn a costume or maybe not a costume per se. I remember one time at a job I used to work at, like around Halloween, I like kind of drew on a little mustache and wore a hat like to look like a man. But as I got older and evolved within myself, um, grew a closer relationship with God, it just became something that I didn't want to do. Not judging other people that do it, but I think when you have the institution of church, and this is why so many people have a problem with church, and the church further nurtures this contradictory um, ideology. ideology, and the reason why so many people are like, nah, I'm not doing that, is because, like, you of all people, like, you're the institution why are you are you pandering to the people like to invite kids to to pick candy and all that and i know some people are gonna say oh it's safer for them to get candy here than going to strangers houses nah it should be shut down it shouldn't even be something that should be participated in and i'm gonna say this if this, you're a Christian, this, if you're a Christian, if you're not, but a Christian, not as you a part. But see, that. I'm not talking about people though. I'm talking about the specifically the church. Right. Yes, because I think that's where it comes from. If you go to church and you say you you feel like hey your church is having some type of event, then who? Why would you go home and not do the same thing? You know what I mean? It starts at the church. That's that's like where you your foundation should be ground. You should. You, that's where you get your grounding from. It should be at least. You should have a leader <coughs> within your church that um, instills that in you. So then when you go home, you're not setting out a bowl of candy by the door because that's not some. But but if your church is doing it, then why wouldn't you? Why right. wouldn't you take your kids trick-or-treating? Why wouldn't you buy them costumes? If the church is doing it, that's, that's what's supposed to set the precedent of what you kind of the Bible. Is where we, you know, get our guidance from. But the leaders in these churches and institutions is what is supposed to help us be like the teachers. Or, you know, it's just crazy. And this is another thing. And I, this may sound a little foolish, but follow, follow me. We know in the hood, you have a lot of young men and women who you know, will follow Islam for whatever reason, whether it's a pack mentality, whether they're looking for some sort of spirituality and it feels like that's the right way to go, or whether they go to jail and it's a means of protection, whatever the reason for whatever is. whatever reason. I don't know of any mosque that is having a trick-or-treat party. Never seen it, never seen a flyer, never heard... I, 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 I grew up with some... Um, people who were Muslims like from birth generationally so it wasn't like they converted and then I know some other people who did convert to Islam but never have I heard about the mosque participating so when we talk about bringing men and women to Jesus Christ and you but this is the message and I know this ain't no spiritual show I know this ain't no religious show but I'm just speaking about what's my beef when we see here we have the church doing this you figure it's always going to be that pull the other way. Because why am I supposed to look what they over there doing? The church is having a trick-or-treat party with ghosts and, you know, witches In the stuff. church. Come on, people. We got to do better. We we got to do better. We got to do better. So, that's my beef. I agree. I agree. Um, three grams. Three. First U.S. passport with an ex-gender has been um, issued. So somebody got their passport that got no gender, no male, no female, just ex. So it's, it started. 
so my thing is this, right? You know, I always got a thing. Let me know your thing, baby. How far are we going to go with this? Because your passport, I think, is like people the, they and there. Like, is the far. highest level of identification, right? That's like federal. You know, on a state ID, you can opt to not have a photograph because of your religious beliefs or so, you know. If Which is crazy to me because how do you identify somebody without the picture? I thought that was the whole thing, the picture ID. I didn't know a religion can opt you out of an ID with no picture. Like I if it's just a it name, when I fuck, was a you can just color. have a school ID. School, like you can have any kind of ID with your name on it, but I, I don't. I, I don't know how that's valid. I experienced it firsthand as a bank teller, but that's at the state level. At the federal level, the passport or um, place don't play that. So what happens if you're ex gender because you were born male? And you don't want to identify as male. I guess you don't want to identify as female either. So that's why you're an ex. So are you go? Are you? That's called um. Binary. Binary. Right. So are you going through a transition from male to female? And if so, do you? Once you make that conversion, do you have to take a new picture? Because I'm thinking you're going to look different. Maybe you're not going through a transition. Maybe what used to be what is now binary is bisexual. Because if you're not identifying today as a woman and today you're a man, then you, or for however long, then you like women or you, you're a gay man. But if you're identifying as a woman, maybe you like men or you would be a gay woman. But I'm just saying it's all on what you identify with. So maybe you kind of drift back and forth because it's like i don't want to be a male because i feel like this sometimes i don't want to be a female because i feel like this sometimes so you're not necessarily making a hard decision to say i'm going to be a male to a female or a female to a male but you're just like but that doesn't necessarily and to mean us growing up that was just bisexual like you just mess with both both genders but but i but i, I think i think you're which incorrect weird, which weird for me is i don't know how you are a male and become a female to be a gay female. Well, but see, that's where I think gender and sex are two different things. You can be binary, meaning you sometimes identify as a man, sometimes identify as a woman, but not be bisexual. Because you can, let's just say you always like men. So when you identify as a man, you're having relations with a man and you're That's what I just said. But let me finish. When you identify as a woman... You still having relations with a man, I guess you, that's you're in heterosexual mode, but you're never bisexual because you're never messing with a woman. So your gender changes, but your sexual preference may not. So what that's it, what makes you bisexual if you're sexual. So I think I don't think binary and bisexual are interchangeable. It can be. You can have a binary person who is bisexual, or you can have a binary person that's not bisexual. Yeah, it's it's too. <laughs> but that that's just my and and maybe I'm ignorant in thinking that. But if you're a male and you don't want to identify as male, you want to identify as a female. I would think you would have relations with men but i also know there's a possibility that you can date you could be a gay woman like i I don't understand that but you could be a gay woman or a man that wants to identify as a woman but now you you don't want men i don't know let me say you you hear how complicated this sounds 
God didn't make it this complicated. And this ain't no bashing against anybody that choose any kind of lifestyle. Don't try to get, get I, we're not getting cancer because <laughs> I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, it, 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 ain't, it, it wasn't supposed to be this complicated. And maybe it's just not anything that we need to think about because it ain't a part of our life. But you're right. At some point, will we have to? Will we be forced to think about it? You know, I mean, we're kind of... At, headed towards the end of our careers it's not like we're starting a job but imagine being a 22 year old going into corporate america and this is the stuff you got to think about is my boss binary so some days I'm, jane wants to be called jane yeah, and then some days she wants to be called jane and then i have to uh, be able to identify did she wear a, heels and stockings today or did she wear a suit you're going to be in a conversation and you're going to say um she gave it to me and that person's going to be offended by you saying she. They're going to tell they you. Because they want to be vague. Yeah, they're going to tell you, don't, I don't identify, don't call me that. And it's going to be like weird to you because it's like, you're going to feel like, damn, I didn't do anything wrong. Or so, I don't feel like I said something wrong. But to them, again, you can't tell somebody how to be offended. But just think about the fact that They could me... be standing there as a girl, dressed as a girl, in a dress. And you go, yeah. Such and such, and she gave it to me, and they'd be like, "Ah, right, don't don't call me she, don't, don't refer to me as that." And you sitting there looking like you got long hair, earrings, dress, makeup on. Why wouldn't I call you she? But to her, that's offensive. She wants to be called they because sometimes I don't identify as a woman. But but see, being called he or she is one thing, but now I have to identify this single person. Is a with a plural pronoun yeah. as they. they. So now you are one person, but I have to refer to you as they two. gave it to me, not she, not he. Even a man could do that. If you say he gave it to me, or I got that off his desk. No, that's not you know right. What you I got think, that off they desk. You know what I think? It'll be. It, it will make it a little simpler. I think for people having to navigate that world, just call everybody by their name. Sally gave it to me. Sam gave it to me. Jill gave it to me. Jack gave it to me. That's true. But then that's tough. Then we're not going to use names. pronouns. They'll force you to. Um, <sighs> it's exhausting. I'm, and guess what? I'm sure for the people that's living that life, it's probably even more exhausting for you. So God bless. Yep. God bless the LGBTQ community. LGBTQIA+. LGBTQIA+. Community. You, you, you mix um, it up. Fa Facebook is called Meta now. No more Facebook. Why, um, I wonder. People going to still call it Facebook. Your mama named you Facebook. I'm going to call you Facebook. <laughs> wow, that was a good one, babe. That was a boom, <laughs> That was a good one. So now it's Meta. I'm not on Facebook um, yet. I will be for the business, but Meta. Is there something else in our life that we always knew is one thing? That change to another. And the reason behind it, he said, is because in the future, he has different plans because he didn't know that Facebook would be as damaging as it was to society. So changing it to meta is a look towards the future to do different things with it. Eh, it's still going to be what it's going to be. But is there, has there been anything else in our lifetime that you can think of? That's been like such a huge brand name that has had to change. The only thing I can think of, and this is just really weird, is the hospital. Women's Medical, if you're from Philly, you know. It used know to be osteopathic? No, it, it changed to MCP. Oh, yeah. But it was women's but people I think for the most part, people always still refer to it as women's medical. I think when I was young they called it the O. 
Osteopathic was a completely different hospital. Was it? That was on City Line Avenue. It didn't change to Peacock. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But women's medical, this was on uh, Henry Avenue. Right, at yeah. the top up there, right before Abbotsford Projects. Right, after Abbotsford Projects, right. yeah. Okay. So, but but again, I think that's, that. so, I mean, that's a hospital, but it was... And if you was there, going up, you turned left to go in. Yeah, yeah. Is there any brand that... um? Well, that's not worldwide, though. Well, no, that's what I'm thinking. Is there any brand that you can think of in our lifetime that changed of, the name? Yeah, and that people and marketed it's it's it, it's different now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's something shit. I'm you know what where my mind is going to the game logos. Okay. And I'm trying to think of something that was branded big and changed. I know one thing: Bell Atlantic to Verizon. Okay. That's one Bell Telephone, yeah. Yeah, Bell Telephone kind of went away and then changed to Verizon yeah. and that stuff. Yeah, a bunch of these phone companies did the same. I Comcast mean, and Xfinity, but I don't think Xfinity caught on. I think people will always refer Comcast. to it as Comcast. And I just asked because I'm like you said, my, your mama, your mama named you Facebook. I'm always call you Facebook. I was just trying to think. Do you think that name will eventually catch on, or will people just always call it that? I think it's always going to be called Facebook. People are always going to do that. You know, it's weird in baseball. The PETA people are attacking baseball because they want to stop calling the bullpen the bullpen. Do you know what the bullpen is? The bullpen. The bullpen. Yeah, it's is where, where like the people, the closers, warm up and pitch. Mm -hmm. the, 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 a closer is the pitcher that only comes in in the eighth and ninth inning. He's not the main pitcher. The main pitcher pitches from one through six, and the closers go seven, eight, and nine. Okay. So it's three guys: seven, eight, and nine. The seventh inning guy, the eighth inning guy, the ninth inning guy. They throw the ball and pitch and warm their arm up in the bullpen. That's what it's called. Peter people are saying bullpen refers to bulls being slaughtered. That's what a real bullpen is. It should be changed to the barn the arm barn mind your business peter <laughs> it ain't no animals involved so now you don't even want people to use animals in their this terminology I, the, I know you don't want animals yeah. of society i know you don't want animals to be harmed and and that you you know i'm all with you i'm i'm not i wear leather so i'm not that far and i eat meat but i get it you don't want animals to be harmed but now you don't even want the terminology to include animals when they're not being harmed like that so yeah you're going too far yeah you're going too far um tiger king too really coming out so wait let's revisit tiger king he went to jail for 22 years he's getting out now i think so and he's Just going to a snippet of it but tiger king too is coming out wow i think trump has something to do with it he got him pardoned i think he has something to do with the documentary Part um, two. Wow, it's what do you know? That was one of them things that like caught on like wildfire caught and on it like was Squid Game. It was it was kind of like the, a the bad last thing car I remember, wash. I remember of something as big as Squid Game is the, the the Tiger King, and that was right in the beginning of the pandemic. Remember? Not really. I mean, I remember, but I don't. Like, remember everybody yet. was saying, "Watch it, watch it, watch it." It was right in the, in March, in February, and March, and it was like, "Watch it, watch it, watch it," and then we honed in and watched it in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. That was one of the first shows we benched on when we started watching TV like that. Yeah. In you, the pandemic. We watched Tiger King and was like, what the fuck is this? You know what? That's a... Yeah, That that's... um. When you say it's the first thing we binged on, you know, binge watching has gone too far, too. People binge watch everything. Yeah. It's like... It's, it's taken... It, it's the, almost to the point where that instant gratification has gone too far. 
Now, we enjoy a, when a series comes out and it all the episodes being available. So you don't have to just watch one. You know, you do a couple at a time. But people will literally watch... 10, 12 hours of TV. In like a 24, yeah, now maybe I, 48 period hour, 48 hour period of time. Then it's like, oh, what's next? I need something else. Like, And I'm the guy on Sunday brain a break. that has 11 hours of football on. But I'm eating. I take a nap. Like, there's some downtime in between that, but it's, like, on in the background. But to sit and watch 11 straight hours, that's that's a lot. I don't think it's healthy. And, and I, you know, I have, I've been watching, first of all, you know, my attention span, I'll fall asleep. Two episodes, I think, is, like, my max. Mid-third episode, you're I'm falling, falling asleep. asleep. Like, uh, yeah, so. No matter how good it is, you're falling yeah, asleep. Yeah, no matter how, I can't, like, my sisters and I will be like, oh, let's watch this. They may be finished on day three. I'll probably be finished like day eight. Like I can't, I can't do that. Like I had first of all, I don't have enough free hours in my day to watch stuff like that. And then again, after two episodes, I'm out. And then I got to restart episode three again. But binge watching <laughs> has gone too far. People, I see so many people say, "Oh, I watched such and such last night." Like I need something new to watch. It's like. You watched all of it? You like remember that in the beginning, baby? We watched Tiger King and Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Like, those are the first two things but we again, watched. But again, so this, you weren't, you know, you, you had the um, ability to be paid for at yeah. home. The luxury. The, the luxury. I couldn't think of the word. So you weren't home. I mean, you were home. It wasn't like you were working. That That's the crazy part. I mean, I people, you know, most people I know have jobs. So you're going to work, maybe dealing with your kids and stuff, and then still binge watching like a 10 episode series in two Saturday, days. On a Saturday, I'll watch 11 hours and then go out at night. But from eight in the morning till eight at night. They're watching. I still hours ain't finished Squid Games. It's been three weeks. Yeah, and I think I still need to watch the last episode because <laughs> I fell asleep on the last episode. I think I'm good. Um, you know what else? I never finished what? Orange Is the New Black. You didn't finish it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they're about to do another season. I think, but that's yeah. a dope show too. There's another jail show on Hulu. Some women in brown suits. Wentworth. No, not that. Well, it's another. Well, one. it's like a. a, a a drama funny like um oh okay i don't know dramedy, dramedy. Um, i like that term and i like rom-com i like rom-com i don't like dramedy i like rom-coms they're they're great movies yeah. I, I one of his favorite watch. movies ever you have to see alone came polly funniest shit ever yeah funniest man with ben stiller and goddamn um sadu passed away i can't think of him Shit, I can't think of it. Jennifer movie. Aniston is the lady in it. I can't think of the dude who passed away. Anyway, that's Act 2 the Podcast wrapping up episode 42. Again, Act 2 the Podcast website. Go on there. We got merch on there. We got hoodies. We got sweatshirts. We got hats. Um, but we will have an official website launch. So this is kind of just the preview. It's it's up and operating, but we are going to have an official website launch, so you'll see a lot of promotion behind that. Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, just go check out View, see how it's operating. You know, it's easy to navigate. Okay. Also, check our clips out on you on um on the Gram, Instagram. Check the podcast out on Spotify, on Breaker, on Google Podcasts, on Anchor, on YouTube. We there. So, that's platforms you can go watch us on. We coming for Apple Podcasts. We will be there soon. But right now, 
YouTube, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Act 2 the Podcast, Episode 42. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace.